and welcome to another episode of the Mikey Bard Show. It's getting so bizarre in the news. Robots are pulling pints. Yes, mechanical arms will be behind the bars very soon. They're aiming to put these robots in places such as sporting events, festivals, nightclubs. The makers of these robots say the machines are very fast. It can work as fast as three and a half bartenders and make a hundred drinks an hour. First of all, what's half a bartender? Is that a hobbit? Is that just like a little hobbit underneath the bar pouring drinks? Well, this is incredible stuff. How do you feel about this, ladies and gentlemen? Being sold a beer by a robot. You had a hard day at work. You want to drown your sorrows. You sit at the bar. Look, mate, just had a hard day. All right. How about some more drink? Nah, mate. I just need a person to talk to. All right. Would you like some more drink? Get away from me. Weatherspoons is one of the biggest pub chains up and down the UK. Do you know what they had to say about this? One word. No. They're not going to fire hundreds and thousands of their bartenders. And first of all, someone could easily hack into one of them robots. That's free drinks all night. Would you like another drink? Yes, please. Would you like another drink? Yes, please. Would you like another drink? Robots pulling pints. They're always trying to replace mankind with effective slave robots, aren't they? How do you feel about this? Do you even care? Why are we losing the humanity in our hospitality industries? You don't want Terminator coming and serving you a drink. Hi, listen to me. Would you like another drink? Here, here's a beer. Drink it now. Now I'm all right. I just want to have a go home. Drink it now. Come on. I'm a time-bending robot. Travel back in time to serve you pints. No, you don't want that, do you? Next up in the news, Granny Killer jailed for life after revelation during Truth or Dare game. Blimey, this one's a weird one. A young teenager admitted to killing his 94-year-old grandma by arson, and now he faces jail time. So he told his two friends in the game of Truth or Dare which is a sacred game. In fact, those two friends should be in jail themselves. That's a breach of confidentiality. That is a conflict of interest. The game is sacred. You're not meant to reveal what happens in a truthful dare game. Now I'm only joking. He's a bit of an idiot. He should have taken dare. Okay, if you've got a secret like that, never go with truth. Always go with dare. And now this guy's in jail. So what, what, what happens? He spins the bottle and he lands on truth. Um, okay, so... Um, yeah, I, I, I committed a murder. And uh, yeah, it was my grandma. Anyway, your turn. I don't think so. Those people were probably freaked out. So after he just confesses to a murder, what do you think is going to happen after that? What, you're going to play Twister? Buckaroo? Play a bit of Jenga? I don't think so. So this guy's in jail. And do you know what? They've got a lot of games he can play in there. There's one rule, by the way, if you are a murderer, I'm guessing that at least one of my listeners out there might have committed a murder or thinking about it. Here's the rule. Don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. That's how they always get caught. They tell their barber, they tell a neighbor, they tell a stranger, and then five years later, it catches back up on them. So don't tell a soul, okay? Also in the news, another crime story, cocaine with a street value of 33 million has been discovered in a lorry load of frozen onion rings bound for the UK. Holy moly, this is so silly. Border Force officials found the 418 kilogram haul at the Channel Tunnels UK inbound zone in France on Thursday evening. Blimey, could you imagine explaining that to your crime boss? So uh, 
What happened to uh, all the cocaine I put on the truck? Uh, I'll put it in the onion rings. You what? I'll put it in the onion rings. I got, I got nervous. I'll put it in the onion rings. I'll never find it. Okay, guys, we got a new plan. We're going to smuggle $33 million worth of cocaine, and we're going to put it in a lorry, and we're going to send it to the UK. How are you going to do that? I got it. Onion rings. You what? Onion rings. We're going to put the cocaine in onion rings. And then I got a Happy Meal, right? We're going to put the marijuana in the Happy Meals. And then, you know those chicken nuggets that they do? Then we're going to put all the crystal meth in the chicken nuggets, all right? Why does all your plans evolve fast food? You're just hungry. Shut up. Who's the crime boss here, me or you? Look, here's the next plan. Listen to this very carefully. We're going to get loads and loads of MDMA, right? And we're going to put it in a doner kebab. They will never suspect it. And who's going to be doing those drugs after? How do you take the cocaine out of the onion rings? Who's going to be sitting there for hours peeling onion rings? And if you take a sniff of that, would you cry? You'll be in tears. The funny thing is that he's going to have to sit in prison and explain that to people. So why are you in here? I'll try to rob a bank. Yeah, why are you in here? I punched a police officer in the face. Yeah, why are you in here? I put all the cocaine. Yeah, and I put it in a sardine onion ring. Why? This guy has got it all wrong. You're meant to get your drug knowledge from Biggie Smalls, Narcos, Pablo Escobar. Not Ronald McDonald. Who's his inside connection? Colonel Sanders? You can't make this stuff up. Also up in the news, they've just printed a list of all the MPs in the UK who have second jobs. Now, it's not illegal to have second jobs, unless you're a minister. It might be frowned upon, it depends how you feel about it. But most of the jobs that they have, they're not cleaning toilets or breakdancers. They have jobs as consultants. So I'm going to read you a list of some of the MPs you might know, you might not know. Um, and here's their second jobs and how much they're earning. We've got Andrew Mitchell, conservative. By the way, it's a lot of conservatives on this list. Uh, Andrew Mitchell, conservative, holds six consultancy jobs supporting investment banks and accountancy firms. He has registered more than 180,000 for 34.5 days work. A year? Blimey hell. I need to become a conservative consultant. Julian Smith, conservative, is earning 144 grand for 62 hours work, including advising on energy and renewable fuels. We've got former Transport and Justice Secretary Chris Grayling, conservative, earns 100 grand to advise Hutchinson Ports. What the hell is Hutchinson Ports? Should I try to look that up? What is that? Hutchinson Ports. Fact finding, what type? it's not a strip club, is it? Let me just look it up. Hutchison Ports. What is that? Gonna be something boring. Uh, what, blah, blah, blah. Hutchison Port Holdings Limited Trading as Hutchison Ports is a private holding company incorporated in the British Virgin Islands. Well, sounds like tax evasion, isn't it? It's always in the British Virgin Islands that some dodgy stuff is happening. The Port Operator Group is a subsidiary of CK Hutchison Holdings. Some operations of the company were listed as Hutchison's, okay, whatever. Founded in 1866. Let's read on. Sir Ed Davy Lib Dem, finally, works as a consultant for two firms alongside his job as a leader for the Liberal Democrats. Naughty, naughty. He says his extra earnings of 78 grand income goes to support his disabled son. 
Oh, now you feel bad, don't you? Ah, uh, you judged him and he's supporting his disabled son. Ah, ooh, ooh. See, you can't be prejudiced there. You never know. Ruth Edwards, finally a woman. Conservative, oh no. Who has represented Rushcliffe since 2009, commits to 192 hours for 60 grand for advising a software company. Wow. These people are earning more money from consulting than they are from being an MP. David Davis. She's got two of the same names, David Davis. Conservative, earns just over 50 grand as an advisor for two German companies. Well, come on, Mr. David Davis. You have to tell us. Tell us more about your advice, Mr. David Davis. Boom, boom, boom. Sir Greg Knight. Sir Greg Knight. Okay, so he's a knight and his last name is Knight. How do you say goodbye to this man? Knight, Knight. Sir Greg Knight advises a bank for 16 grand a year on general business and public relations. Sir Graham Brady earns 10 grand a year for 12 hours work as a strategic advisor. And John Hayes, conservative, offers up to 90 hours of his time annually to international energy company BB Energy Trading, earning 50 grand. So as you see, they're earning more money from being a consultant than they are from doing their actual jobs. So do you think that MPs should have these sort of like side second jobs when most of the time should actually be helping our country, not helping BB Energy and, and, and Rushcliffe and all these other sort of secondary companies? Former party leader and cabinet minister Ian Duncan Smith, conservative, advises two health companies for 45k. I think they probably got some more jobs on the side, but that's probably why people become MPs because you become an official member of parliament. You, you basically you're a celebrity, you're a sealess celebrity. You can use your name and your brand to get work in all these other companies because they're they're like, oh, we have an MP on the board. We have an MP on the board. The whole thing is a racket, if you ask me. I'd rather sell drugs in onion rings. So mad, 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 mad week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It's been for real. Please find me on Instagram, Mikey Barge, and YouTube, Mikey Barge, and pretty much all the social medias. Get in touch with me, and I will see you on the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs>